Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Keezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast studio in Schenectady, New York. As we wrap up, Union's 3-1 ECAC hockey victory over Brown on Friday night at Messerink. And it was just more than a game. Uh, uh, the outcome, obviously, in, in Union's favor and the Union fans and the players are happy about that. But, of course, the uh, situation uh, was more than the game. Uh, of course, Thursday night, uh, Union announced that head coach Rick Bennett was placed on administrative of leave, paid administrative leave. Uh, after they received a complaint, uh, we don't know exactly what the complaint is. Uh, that, that, so um, they found out the players and found out Thursday that uh, Bennett will not be behind the bench this weekend. And John Ronan, the assistant coach, took over. And uh, he's admitted a little bit of nerves uh, taking over the place, plus the fact that uh, his assistant, T.J. Maniszewski, was not there either. Uh, Bennett's second assistant there, uh, he was out in COVID protocol. Uh, Rona said uh, T.J. is expected back uh, Saturday when the Dutchmen uh, take on uh, Yale at Messer Rink. Uh, like I said, the big story was to see how uh, Ronan would handle things, and uh, he did a good job. Uh, the Dutchman got a couple of power play goals, one from Colin Graff late in the first period, and uh, one early in the second from Josh Kosak to take a 2-0 lead. Uh, James Crossman scored a power play goal for Brown uh, at 6.32 of the second to make it 2-1. The score remained that way until uh, late in the third when Billy Eminen uh, scored an empty net goal with uh, 1.13 left. Eminen uh, had a couple of, uh, had both, in fact, Union's penalties in the game, but uh, he made more than made up for that with that empty net goal that sealed the Dutchman's win. An important win for the Dutchman, not only with, with, with a distraction with uh, the Bennett situation, but coming off last Saturday's disaster in Potsdam when uh, they gave up six first-period goals to Clarkson and lost 8-2. to two. Uh, I can't imagine Union was very happy about that. And, of course, like I said, dealing with this possible distraction uh, with Bennett being uh, placed on paid administrative leave. Uh, but, yeah, Rona talked about that. Uh, they thought the team's practiced well all week. We'll have uh, some comments from him and then from Josh Kosak coming up here on the podcast. And we'll start with uh, head coach John Roden. Uh, the press conferences were conducted over Zoom, so you're going to probably hear some echoes uh, um, uh, Pete Dorter from the Times Union was there, and you might, you might hear him, uh, his echo voice. Uh, he was a couple of feet from me in the press box, and there were some other, uh, some of the uh, television sports reporters were on the uh, Zoom call as well. So you'll hear those voices uh, on the, this uh, post game uh, podcast. Let's start with uh, head coach John Ronan. Uh, you know, I'm proud of our guys. I'm proud of our guys. I thought they, they showed up, uh, they worked hard today. You know, they, they made my life easy behind the bench, and you know, I'm grateful to them for, for their hard work and, and happy they got the result tonight. Uh, okay, you want to go first? Yep. Uh, John, the last day or so, how crazy has it been for you? And tonight also you didn't have TJ with you on the bench. Uh, so what was it like for you in this, going into today's game? You know what, it's, it was business as usual. Uh, obviously this is a unique spot for me, but, you know, came in with with the job to do uh, you know being behind the bench is my job my passion i love it so that came naturally um i thought the guys you know like i said uh, i owe it all to them they were they were fantastic 
Coach, I'm sure this hasn't been easy for anyone in the team, coaches or players. What did you say to the guys once the news broke and you still had to prepare for games this weekend? It, you know what? It's business as usual. Uh, that's, that's been the message. Um, you know, our, our guys have a pretty good grip. We got a mature group. You know, they, they knew we had you know big opponent coming in here tonight at Brown, and they took care of business. Yeah, yeah, coach. You know, you say it, it was business as usual. Could you sense, um, you know, any difference in the in the mood around the guys? Was what was kind of the temperature of the team like these last couple of days? They were good. You know, we had a great week of practice. Um, you know, yesterday we, you know, we, we took in a lot of information right before practice, but I thought they had a good practice and you know carried over the game. I, I think bigger picture, we're a team that's been starting a little slow lately and. You know, those guys were really focused in on their start and thought we had a pretty good first period that got us going. Okay. Uh, you talk about the slow starts. We, it was a little inconsistent in the first period that they played. You know, getting that power play. In fact, uh, your first two goals were power play. So how big was that to get that going? It was huge. It was huge. Um, you know, we kind of tweaked some things on the power play, some personnel moves, and, you know, for little guys to go out and execute and both units chipped in tonight was was absolutely huge so proud of the job they did and you know that was obviously a big part of the game and, and got us to win yeah coach have you, have you talked to, to coach bennett in the last 24 hours about the games or no contact and if you did talk to him what was the discussion like yeah it's you know what I, Rick Bennett's my boss. Rick Bennett's my coworker. You know, Rick Bennett's my friend. You know, and he's in a tough situation right now, and I, I'm going to support him to the end. You know, we we talk, we talk hockey, but you know, anytime situations where you know an assistant is behind the bench and, and has the reins, he's unbelievable at, at letting you do your job, and you know that's that's what he does. Just to follow up on that, how much uh, communication communication is allowed between you know you and, and Rick right now and and Rick and the and the team I guess from you know as you guys just said talking hockey and, and that kind of thing. I, you know what? It's, no one's told me not to speak to him. You know, but I'm checking in. Like, like I said, you know, we've been together for several years now. I'm checking in to make sure he's okay. Uh, Sorry, I can't hear you very well. How did things change from yesterday? I mean, sorry, I couldn't hear the end of your question, but nothing nothing really changed. I guess, you know. Like, uh, you know, you put in this position, personally, you're expected to do a job. Our guys, uh, like I said, I give them credit. They they were able to focus in tonight. They understand the, the magnitude of this weekend, and I'm proud of their effort and focus. Uh, were you nervous at all, and uh, where was TJ tonight? TJ uh, was out with COVID. He'll be back tomorrow. Scheduled to be back tomorrow. Nerves, uh, you know what, a little bit, a little bit, but... I think much like everybody, we want to get to seven o'clock. You know, it's that's when players can do what they love. I can do what I love, and you know, we can have some fun. Okay. Uh, 
Was it tough being alone on the bench? You really had no assistant, you know, to talk to, no TJ to talk to. We, it was just uh, Cheryl and, and, and Bags down there. <laughs> it, it was, you know what? Like I was, I was joking around that I got my steps in working with both the forwards and defense. But you know, I, I give credit to the guys. You know, we're, we're really fortunate with having a veteran D core. You know, Brandon Estes, Ryan Sworsky, Dylan Anhorn. So they made my life simple. I don't have to bother them too much, and I can spend a little more time with all the forwards. But um, yeah, was, <laughs> after the win, kind of looking around, and it was pretty pretty empty there. Up next is Josh Kosak, who ended up with the game-winning goal of that second-period power play goal. Uh, I asked the question about how you know, cr- crazy has it been over the last uh, day and a half with this whole uh, Bennett situation. Yeah, um, you know, obviously it's, uh, there's, there's a lot going on right now. Um, we just tried to stay as focused as we could on, uh, on, on today's game. And, um, you know, Coach Ronan did a great job kind of centering us and getting us in the moment and coming up with a game plan to, to make us successful. And, um, you know, I'm really happy for him. Um, and, yeah, it was, a, it was a huge win for us. Um, I'm really happy for the guys. Chip, uh, what was it like not seeing Coach Bennett on the bench tonight? Yeah, you know, obviously it's a little weird, but, um, you know, we try not to, to focus on that. And like I said, Ronan, Ronan got us ready to play. And, um, you know, we, we try not to think about it and just go out there and play. Griffin? Yeah, Josh, did you sense any any difference with the guys over the last, you know, day or so as far as, you know, just the temperature of the team, the mood of the team? Um. A bit, yeah. Obviously, like I said, there's there's a, there's a lot going on, but um, you know, we tried as a, as a leadership group. Um, we tried to just keep the guys as best we could in the moment, and, and worried about playing Brown and, um, and looking forward to Yale tomorrow. Josh, you guys you had guys had uh, John trying to change the forward lines on the defense because you feel like you're behind the bench. Do you guys uh, kind of just know when to go out or does John Otto pose a lot trying to make sure the right guys are on the ice? Yeah, obviously he was playing forward and he coached at the same time, but he did a tremendous job on the bench. You know, he was really on top of things. On, on the details that we need to do to be successful and um, I'm sure he got his steps in behind the bench walking back and forth with the game forwards but um, like I said he did a tremendous job tonight and I'm really happy for him. Picking up a conference win is always big. Did this feel different afterwards in the locker room with everything going on? Yeah, there's definitely a little more motivation. Um, you know, we really got to stick together as a team. And, um, you know, again, these three points was huge. Um, this is a big weekend for us. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty close to the standings with these guys. So, um, you know, really tried to emphasize getting three points. And, um, you know, we did our job tonight. Now we got to bring it tomorrow. Josh, have you talked to Rick at all? I said, has Josh talked to Rick at all? Yeah, I, I shot him a text. I don't know. I'm thinking about him. Um, you know, whatever happens, happens. Uh, it's out of our control. It's up to the school. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, we just got to focus on, on tomorrow's game against you. Hey, Josh, I mean, how much kind of clarity 
control. Um, I'm, I'm here to, to perform on the ice. Um, you know, I try to block out that noise. It's nothing I can do, nothing any of the players can do. You know, we just got to stick together. And, uh, you know, like I said, um, super happy with John's, uh, you know, leadership behind the bench tonight. And um, just got to keep these guys centered and um, be unified and, you know, come out tomorrow and hopefully get another win. Power play got you guys. The power play got you guys going tonight. You know, to the two goals there. Uh, how important was that? Yeah, it was huge. Um, you know, winning the special teams battle was part of our process, and um, you know, we did that tonight. Obviously, Murph, Murph uh, made some huge saves for us to kind of keep us in it early in the game. Um, those two backdoor plays were, you know, highlight real saves, and um, you know, Graff got us going with that first power play goal, and then. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Union will take on Yale Saturday night at 7 o'clock at Messerink. Uh, the Bulldogs will be coming in off a of victory. Uh, they beat RPI 5-3 on uh, Friday at Houston Fieldhouse. Uh, R- uh, Yale scored three uh, third-period goals to en- end up winning that game. Uh, two of those goals were scored by Ian Carpenter, uh, including one into an empty net uh, with 113 left that sealed victory. So our Yale come in at 3-7-1 uh, in league play and 4-10-1 and overall. Uh, the big story on Friday night, however, was what took place in Ithaca, New York. Princeton, who was blasted 9-0 by Quinnipiac on Tuesday night in Hamden, Connecticut. They head home. Back to Princeton, and they had to turn around basically um, and go to Ithaca on Thursday. And nobody, I'll tell you, nobody probably gave them a chance against uh, Cornell. And Cornell probably looking ahead to its uh, matchup with uh, top ranked Quinnipiac on Saturday night. Well, the Princeton Tigers pulled off the upset of the season, beating the Big Red 5 to 4. Just a you know, crazy third period in which uh, the teams combined for five goals. In just a two-minute, uh, 46-second span, uh, Cornell, Jack Malone uh, made it, uh, scored at 17.03. Uh, Spencer Kirsten scored for Princeton at 18.05. Uh, Travis Mitchell, Cornell, answered at 19.10. Ian Murphy answered for Princeton at 19.35. And Ben Berard at 19.49 for Cornell. So, but, was, you know, Cornell comeback came up just a bit short. So I think Cornell's going to be an angry team uh, Saturday night against uh, Quinnipiac. Other scores around the league. Clarkson ended up with a 6-5 shootout victory over Dartmouth. Uh, Quinnipiac with a 5-1 victory over Colgate in Hamilton. And St. Lawrence lost to Harvard 4-1. This is a quick peek of the women's games. Uh, RPI pulled off a big upset, uh, beating uh, 7th-ranked Clarkson 2-1 in overtime. And the Union women lost to St. Lawrence 5-1. to We also should mention Saturday is going to be a very important day for the Union's men's and women's hockey program. The NCAA is expected to vote on whether they'll allow Union and RIT to offer athletic scholarships for the hockey programs. Uh, both schools are Division three with the Division one hockey. They're basically the only two, I believe, right now that do not offer scholarships. So in talking with Jim McLaughlin, the Union Athletic Director recently, he's felt confident that the vote uh, was going to be in uh, Union and RIT's favor. So 
Uh, you didn't, we'll see what happens uh, Saturday. Uh, votes expected to sometime Saturday morning, so hopefully we'll have some information for you uh, on tomorrow night's post-game podcast. Um, so that'll wrap things up here. And I appreciate you uh, listening and uh, you know, you know, following my tweets. And I got to brag a little bit. I hit the 100,000 career tweet mark uh, tonight. Uh, so it, it was a it was a fun fun time. And uh, it was I, I have to say I thank everybody who's followed me over the years since I joined Twitter uh, back in 2010. Uh, it's been a useful tool, and you know, I gained a lot of uh, followers over the years. And uh, you know, with the college hockey coverage, and I especially. Uh, when Shane Gossiper was drafted by the Flyers, and a lot of Philadelphia uh, Flyers fans were following me uh, with uh, Gossiper when he was a Flyers property uh, when he was drafted uh, uh, by the Flyers, and um, so it'd be, um, it's going to be um, yeah, it's it's a Twitter's fun. I mean, you, you know, we can you know sometimes there's some some silly stuff on there, but uh, I think the, the hockey fans uh, enjoy you know the following. Uh, the coverage, and again, I thank everybody for uh, you know, following my coverage over the years. Man, it'll so uh, that'll wrap things up. As I said, we'll do it again tomorrow night uh, uh, after Saturday night, I should say, after uh, the uh, Union uh, Yale game. And uh, thanks for listening. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette newspapers. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of Gazette newspapers. I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Shot. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.